0: Everybody or anyone that listens to this, I hope you enjoyed that little intro. I didn't really know what to put there, so I listened listened to some good sounds, and that one is what struck with me. So, uh, all right, so I am going to start out with this podcast by uh, talking about a different uh, different topics today. Uh, Pretty much the biggest ones. In our world right now, obviously the virus and then the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I want to do this podcast because it's something that I've I've really always wanted to do. I wanted to, you know, talk about uh, the things or my viewpoints and the things that I want to uh, learn from other people. Uh, This is something, this is a platform to learn from other people. I want to eventually start interviewing guests, getting people that have questions uh, you know, answering things for people, learning different uh, person, or I guess, different viewpoints from different people. Uh, and I think this podcast is definitely the best way to do it, especially how we're in such a weird time to where we cannot talk to people, we, we can't get near them. Um, I want to be able to talk face to face, not message and all that other stuff. So that is why I want to do this podcast. Um we're going to start off basically with uh, the coronavirus. I think that's the biggest thing right now. It's something that's, it, it seems like it's spiking back. All of a sudden, it was gone for a little bit. And now it's back. Um, for me, it seems like there's something bigger going on uh, with the virus. Uh, they keep us distracted. It, it first was with some checks, uh, the, you know, the stimulus checks in the beginning. They wanted to distract us from something. And then, Uh, the virus was really big and then the virus wasn't working. People are starting to, uh, you know, fight back and not listening to quarantine. So then they started doing protests and it it just seems like, and now it's back to the virus. It seems like they are trying to distract us from something bigger. And uh, I mean, I don't know how many people know that, you know, Hillary Clinton was on trial, I think last week or two weeks ago. And I I didn't see a single thing on the news about it. Uh, I had to see it from Facebook and, all these other different articles of social media. Um, So it just seems like there's some fishy stuff going on, especially with, (laughs) that's another thing, the the government, the pedophile ring, that's something that's huge right now. And that is something definitely that I would like to talk to people about. Uh, But first, let's talk about the virus. Um, The the big debate is whether the virus is, uh, not that it's not real, but if it's as serious as the media and the government says, or if it is just being overplayed to kind of distract us from something or uh, it just more control. Uh, for me, uh, when it first started back in March, I was just starting out my new career. I, was, I became a substitute teacher. I started that in February. I did all my testing and everything. Graduated last uh, November. So I was excited to start my new job and everything. And then this virus hit. Uh, in the beginning, I was very scared. I thought this was something that was going to, you know, infect a lot of people and, you know, kill everybody. I was very scared for my friends, my family. I didn't want people to uh, be hurt, especially if it was from me doing something and getting corona and then hurting them. I didn't want that. So uh, in the beginning, I was very, 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 you know, scared of it. So I, I quarantined. Um, which was rough. It was a very rough time. Uh, just the amount of boredom, and I guess you're just you're just with yourself all day, and, and uh, it's something that kind of mentally uh, messes with you. So after about two months of seeing the news every single day, and um, you know just staying updated and seeing how bad this virus was, after two months, it just seems like nothing was coming. To truth, you know, uh everything that they were saying two months ago, it just wasn't happening. It seems like you know the statistics that they were trying to give out were just all incorrect. And then they always a couple days later like, oh yeah, it actually wasn't this many people. It was half was you know not positive. And you know they 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 keep uh going back on their word it looks like or seems like and one of the biggest things it seems there's there's a lot of videos out there especially on like Facebook and YouTube and everything that that these there's doctors and all these medical professions that are they're speaking their mind and they're telling you like oh you know we don't know what this is about we're being forced to you know make our patients have covid like uh i guess diagnosing them and and the reason why is um you know the government's paying them thirteen thousand dollars per per patient so it it, you know they have a bunch of videos that are I, i guess now taken down um of doctors saying they are pushing the agenda um, so that the hospital gets funded with more money, which as a hospital, you know, you would want to try to do what is best for your hospital. So getting that extra money, um, for the better for your hospital, um, I think that is something that you want to do as a, uh, you know, a doctor, but it's just creating more fear. And I think fear is the biggest thing that the government wants, uh, for everybody to be scared they want everybody to fear them they want everybody to rely on the government so that they have uh, full control uh, i think the world right now is trying or i guess all the government is trying to have one world organization and everything be under one rule and i think that is something that is very scary we should not want that um different places uh should be ruled differently, in my opinion. Um, my fiance is my medical, I guess, resource. She's a nurse, and she has never run out of supplies. She's tested patients, but she's never seen a positive uh, COVID nineteen patient. So, it you know, for me personally, I'm getting, I'm getting all of my information. Personally, I'm not getting it, you know, so take the media out of everything. Have you ever seen anything personally for the people that are saying it's so uh, so deadly and scary and we should be quarantined? And, you know, people that are out in the streets are idiots, if you're not wearing mask, you're an idiot, you know, take the media out of it. Have you personally seen anything uh, in your life of people getting sick and, you know, all this stuff? So that's where I kind of so for the first two months, I was kind of scared of it. And that's how I viewed it. I was listening to the government. I wanted them, you know, there, you know, you, you expect the people in power to, uh, look after you and it seems like they're not. So after two months and I'm getting all this medical information from my fiance that, you know, she just doesn't understand why the, the media is saying what they're doing, because she's just not experiencing any of that. Uh, there, there was a doctor that, uh, tested positive. He had no idea he had it. And he lived in a household of four other people, you know, his wife and his kids, and he didn't have it. And he tested positive and nobody else in that household got it. So, so the, the question is, you know, is it truly, you know, and he didn't have any symptoms or anything. So is it truly something that is deadly, which it, it seemed it's not, it's a mortality rate of under 1%, right? So we're shutting down. Sorry, my dog is having fun. Um, So we're shutting down the world for a virus that is killing less than 1% people. Um, There are, I think in the last two or three months, more suicides in those two or three months than a whole year's worth. So people are dying, more people have died from suicides than from the virus. So if people actually think that the virus is the problem, uh, and that we should take it seriously, I I think they're kind of uh, missing some of the point that Other people, I mean, you know, living in Kern County, a lot of the people just don't want to fucking listen. So, uh, but the people that do and they're quarantined and then are scared and then they're telling everybody that they're idiots, you know, without them having personal experiences, it just seems like they need to experience it for themselves first. And I'm not saying go out and not wear a mask and do all that stupid stuff, but I think you should uh, try to get more information than, you know, these news channels. And um, because I think the CDC released not too long ago that, you know, the disease doesn't spread easy on surfaces, Uh, usually dies in a couple hours if it does get on the surface. So that's something it just seems like the virus keeps changing when when the agenda isn't fitting to what these people are saying. Uh, I mean, Kern County had an F minus for social distancing and I mean, we should be the hotspot, right? Kern County should, we should have half the people infected. We should all be dying, you know, and it's just not we uh, maybe, I mean, but then you can think again, like maybe the quarantine that the people that did quarantine, maybe that is the reason why that it stopped, but there's really no evidence to show either side, you know, it's either the virus isn't as deadly or real as people make it out or i guess as the government makes it out at the scene or you know it, it the quarantine did work but there's really no way to find out i guess we'll find out in these next couple weeks when uh supposedly it's the second wave supposed to be even worse but you know we'll see about that i i don't think uh i i think they're going to try to control people a lot more i don't think it's I mean, the virus has been around for a long time. If you look on, I, I believe it's Lysol wipes. If you look on the thing, 2016, there's a picture and it said, uh, you know, helps defeat Corona. So it, it's something that's not new. It's something that's been around. I think that it is just something that, you know, it, we forget it. It is an election year. Every four years, America goes through this, this shit. It's, it's just a horrible last year. The whole year's tanked. Uh, Everybody's divided. That's what the government wants. They, you know, they try so hard just to destroy uh, people's relationships and it it works every four years. People forget that everything that we are seeing is probably fake. It's just not real. People are just trying to push their agenda so that they get your vote. Um, Election year is my least favorite years ever. Um, It's never a good year. So, you know, Where it started with the virus and then it all of a sudden stopped was from the Black Lives Matter movement when they started protesting. Um, So, I I do want to do this show to kind of get different views from people. And uh, I want to know what other people think. And I want to, you know, listen and learn uh, different perspectives because, you know, everybody has a different one. But with the black lives matter movement. I think there really is only one side and that is with the black lives matter movement. Uh, I've never in my life ever heard anybody ever, ever, ever say all lives matter. I've never heard that before. The first time I saw all lives matter is when black people started saying my life matters too. They started saying black lives matter, uh, you know, we're, we're being treated unjustly and we're getting killed by cops and my life matters too. So when someone says all lives matter, it just completely blows my mind that that is what goes to your head. I feel like that is some deep rooted either racism or just, you're just scared to for change. I, I think people like the way life is. So they want to try to push like all lives matter when it, it's truly just a way to push back towards black people. And that is, I don't know if I want to say it's racist because uh, you know, I don't, I don't truly know if it is, but it's something that I think there's only one side. it's, you have to be with the black lives matter because there is evidence to show that they're just targeted more. And, and, and the funny thing is when, you know, people bring up the statistics of, Oh, well, white people get killed too, blah, blah, blah. And all this by the cops. And, uh, there's a lot more white people. It's just um, it's just the fact there's more white people, so they are going to be more white people killed or assaulted. It's just how it is. Um, but even then, it doesn't take into account of the certain situations that a lot of these black people getting killed were uh, innocent. They didn't have guns. They weren't fighting back while these white people they 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 might have they might have had guns they were fighting back and stuff like that so it doesn't really take that into into consideration it just shows you the statistics that oh these this is dead and who really knows if those statistics are correct you know anybody can literally just make anything up on the internet they want and that is what is horrible in our today's society i think social media is our biggest enemy you can literally just put whatever you want on there and you can get a gathering of people and have Uh, a war between two people by making up any lie you want. Uh, It's absolutely crazy. I saw the other day uh, someone on Facebook uh, took Trump's Twitter tweet and they wrote whatever they wanted and then they signed their name at the bottom and it was verified and everything. And it it looked real. It looked legit. And, you know, it was just kind of an example of how easy it is to post shit that's not real. Uh, So I think if you take the media out of it, I think a lot of our problems would stop, and I think the people that are against each other—if you take the media out of it—you would start to understand a little bit better. Um, so, so that being said, with the the protests and the riots and stuff like that, I think the people that are against it—if uh, if you have never protested before. Um, I, I really don't think you should be saying anything because how do you know that it doesn't work? In, in history, it shows that the the, the riots that uh, are violent towards government are the ones that actually work. And they, you know, there's been plenty of laws that have been changing, and cops are being held accountable uh, now because of the protests. Uh, these these people would have these cops would have just killed innocent people, and they would have just gone on with their day if if people weren't protesting and rioting. So things are changing in a good way. And I think if you've never suffered inequality and had to protest again, I don't think you should have a voice because you don't know what it's like to work. If you've never done it, how can you say that it doesn't work? You know, they, they type on their Facebook saying, well, this is not how you riot. This is not how you protest. That's not how you get stuff done. But how would you know you've never done it? And if you have, then let me know. I would love to talk about how your protest worked. You know, maybe you're, I mean, you're probably white. So Uh, that may be an advantage, but who knows? The thing is with, uh, the protest is when people do do it peacefully and silently, uh, it either doesn't get taken seriously or they get slapped on the back with it. Uh, it hurts them. Prime example is Colin Kaepernick. He did the most peaceful protest you can ever do. Uh, he took a knee during a national anthem before a football game. Uh, when, you know, four years ago when it happened, uh, you know, me being young, I, I didn't agree with it. Uh, you know, I was surrounded in an environment of people that didn't like it. So you kind of uh, evolve with the environment you're surrounded by. So if you're in an environment that either likes something or dislikes dislike something, that's the way you're probably going to think. Um, I think environment plays a huge role on who you are as a person. And you have to try to, um, I wouldn't say untrain yourself, but try to learn from other environments and listen to other people. And I think that's the way that we can all learn better together and grow together. But because, I mean, there's so much hate and anger towards each other right now, and it doesn't have to be. Uh, I think, uh, you know, so, oh, well, okay. So back with Colin Kaepernick, he, he took a knee during the National Anthem. He was, you know, let go and nobody's ever signed him since. He's saying he's a distraction. His peaceful protest has hurt his career. You know, whether he's benefited, you know, benefited from it with Nike and stuff like that, you know, that's a different story. But he was fired and not signed because he did something peacefully, what he thought was in his best interest. Uh, Just another example is. I think it was the Native Americans in South Dakota or North Dakota, wherever it was, where they're building the pipelines. Uh, They stood on their land. They protested it. They didn't want that to happen because it was their land. And they knew that if they built the pipe, it would destroy the land. Uh, So they stood there. They didn't attack any cops. They didn't attack any of the workers. They did it peacefully. And they were then returned. Uh, The government sent tear gas and uh, hoses and rubber bullets and they forced the native americans off to build the pipe so it's just another example of uh you know doing peacefully it just doesn't work the government does not care if you do it peacefully they will uh force you off and you know a month or two later the the pipe broke and it spilt all over the land and it ruined all land so the native americans were trying to prevent that and the government didn't care and it's still uh, ended up the way that they didn't want it to be. So I, I think I, you know, I, I do think law enforcement needs to be around, but I, I think, uh, it's just, they're being trained, you know, it takes what, six months to become a cop and four years to do anything else in your life. I think, I think for a lawyer, it's six years of law school, uh, for them to fully understand the law when it takes six months for a cop to enforce the law, th- there's just something wrong with that. Um, Uh, and these these cops are being uh just trained incorrectly and i think we need to go back to the basics of uh doing it to protect and not to push agendas and stuff like that because i think that's what it is right now And, and so a story is um i can't really say too many names i can probably discuss it with people privately but um there were some nurses that were from South Africa. They came here a while ago, and they, they had to come here because they are treated in Africa by back, uh, Black people treat white people like white people treat black people here over in Africa. So they were being uh, you know, racially discriminated against. They weren't getting jobs they needed. They were paid under, or they were underpaid by their staff. Um, black people were chosen over white people. White people are targeted for, uh, you know, more violence, assaults, murders. I think farmers, white farmers are the the most killed people out there because, uh, you know, black people, they're Africans just don't want white people there. Uh, and and a, a thought that came into my head right after that. Um, and I, I'm not too sure why it did. I, it's not the way I think, but it is a thought that came into my head. So. Um, you know, when you think about different continents and countries, uh, you know, when you know, I say Asia, you think Asians, Europe, white people, Australia, white people, Africa, black people, uh, South America, uh, Hispanics, we can kind of put Mexico with South America. Um, and, you know, in North, America, North America, there's Canada there, you think white and then there's the United States, right? It is the, really the only melting pot. You know, you don't think America. You think of one race. It's it's a melting pot of so many different diverse people. Uh, and, and you know, the thought that came into my head is all these other countries and continents have, you know, their race specific uh, people. And and this and like I said again, this isn't the way I think, but it is a thought that came up. Like, is it truly the best thing for people to uh, be, to be blended together like a melting pot? Uh because whether we like it or not, different races live differently. We completely uh, you know, you go into different countries, it's a completely different environment and they live completely different, they think differently. And America is the only place that shoves all the shit together and just says, All right, deal with it. If you don't like it, uh, you know, it sucks for you. So so the thought that came into my head is you know, is a melting pot for America truly what we you know, is that is it good? Um, it, it seems like, you know, the, the the government officials, you know, all the white people, they they don't want black people here, and they try every way to get them out, systemically, system systematically. I don't even know how to talk, um, you know, and, they, and they're pushed out in different ways, and they 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 have disadvantages, um, and it's the same way over in Africa, but with white people. So I'm not saying, you know, people should go back to their land or anything like that, because that's just uh, that's not how history goes. Um, But, you know, my question is um, for someone, if they wanted to answer and we can talk about this, maybe the next show or uh, privately in a message, uh, you know, do we does a melting pot work or is it actually hurting us? Um, Maybe we just, you know, we made America on these grounds of all equality and everything, but we, we truly didn't know what we were doing when we were uh, mixing every, every people. Um, so with all that, um, talking about America, I, I, don't, I really don't know how people get so um, offended, I guess, uh, by people, uh, I guess, quote, disrespecting the flag. Um, America just doesn't seem... Like it is a, a good country. It, it seems like, um, you know, and I and, and I hope people don't get upset about that. Um, when I say America doesn't seem like a good country, I mean by the looks of it, our our pol- politics is just—they're so corrupt. They're horrible. Look at all the government officials being, um, you know, I—they've been found out to be all pedophiles and the the trafficking ring, and their kids going missing and. Uh, they're being abused in the system and stuff like that. And it's just absolutely nuts to me that people are still like trying to defend America when we are under attack by our own government. Uh, we as people, I think we need to, you know, start to wake up and open our eyes that uh, these people aren't looking out for us. They are looking out for themselves. And that's it. Um I, I, the politics, I, I just really, I don't like, that's why I don't like election years because politics is just pushed for the entire year. There's no way to get, get away from it. You know, you just have to, you know, suffer through it, I guess. Um, and, and the really shitty thing about it is there's so much fake stuff. It's like you, nobody really knows what's true. Nobody really knows what's, you know, being fluffed and, and it sucks. You know, social media plays a huge role in trying to uh, divide the people. Um, So I I think if there's some people out there that want to have a discussion with me about, you know, the different things of, you know, what is true or not, if you have some resources or references and, you know, links to actually show me so that I can look up myself and see it. um, I would love that. I I want to start, like I said, in the beginning, I want to start getting people on the show to start um, just having discussions so that, We can, you know, get our voices out there and get our different perspectives and our different views and and hopefully other people can listen and uh, if they have their own questions or if they want to have their own opinion, you know, if they want to state their own opinion, I would love to have that. Um, Like I said, this is the reason why I want to do this is so that I can uh, hear from other people. I want to try to learn as much as possible because right now there's, there's so much learning that needs to be done. And and we as people, we're not going to move, or I guess we as Americans aren't going to move forward until we start to understand each other. And the, the first step is to listen. Uh, it, it's to take away your position and put yourself in their position because uh, your position may be completely different. And everybody was raised differently, different environments. Um, we just don't know what it's like for other people. Um, so... With that being said, that is going to be the end of this podcast. I this is going to be a little test run, so there might be a little, uh, you know, blips or technical technical difficulties. But uh, you know, I think it did pretty well. Like I said, um, I would like to start doing these weekly. I would love to have people on, you know, talk to them for a little bit, uh, get their different views, and you know, have discussions with different people. Um, and if anybody does have any comments or concerns or questions or want to be on the show, please message me on Facebook or any other thing. Uh, I would love to have you on. Um, there are a few people specifically that I do want to interview. I'll probably, um, message them, ask them if they want to be on the show and everything we can, you know, fuck around in the studio and try to, you know, get it all correct. Um, so, so those people I'll try to get on. Hopefully I can get on. So uh, this will be the end. Thank you for listening. If you do, tune in next time. I will let you know. All right, bye.